your soul is mine. <sighs> Fatality. Howdy, howdy, everyone. This is 321 Count with Chris and Bryant. I'm your host, Chris. Co-host, Bryant. Damn right, you're the co-host. <laughs> this week, we decided to uh, tackle the 1995 film Mortal Kombat. Um, we're also probably going to throw in some video game stuff as well about the franchise just in general. Um, mostly with the movie, it's going to be just some background on it as well as personal opinions on it. And with the video game, we're not going to... We're not going to go full on into the franchise of it, just personal opinions and experiences of the video game franchise as a whole, because, you know, there's a lot of games within it, and it's a very popular game. That's why it spawned several films. This movie came out August 18th, 1995, had a PG-13 rating, had a runtime of an hour and 41 minutes. It was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who people may know as the director from the Resident Evil franchise, and also starred Christopher Lambert, Robin Shu, Lyndon Ashby, and Bridget Wilson. And it also had the fantastic casting of Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Um, I apologize if I mispronounced that, but that was the guy who was Shang Tsung, who was fucking amazing in that movie. <laughs> let's yeah, just, I agree. Let's just say that. Yep, that guy was perfect casting. On that movie, perfect casting for sure. I mean, he was he was basically put into three different canons of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's how goddamn good he was. I well, on the new one, I haven't watched it all the way through. I've only seen like ten minutes of it. But it's a shame that they didn't bring him back. It would have been amazing. Can you you see the Shang Tsung in the new one. You're like, you're not Shang Tsung. You're a lie. <laughs> yeah, they should have used this guy again. It was that guy's just. I mean, and you showed me a picture of him recently. I mean, it's, he's still a perfect cast. Like he could just be an older version or something, you know. Yeah, because in the games, that dude's um, like early on. He's old. Yeah. And so they could have just gave him the Fu Manchu stash and just had him be Shang Tsung, give him an old gray wig. Yeah. And just have him be the ancient sorcerer. Exactly, but they dropped the ball, as Hollywood always loves to do. And um, this was uh, the first time you'd watched this movie all the way through, huh? Yeah, um, I don't know. Back in the day, there was like they showed those movies. I think on Spike TV, I believe, um, or somewhere on one of those channels. Those like uh, weird channels, and uh, I had seen bits and pieces of the first and second film, so I thought it was just one film. So I didn't know the ending to this movie. So for me, that was the first time experiencing the, that ending. I thought it was the ending from the second movie, and I was like, wait, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I felt the movie was short because I was like wait, waiting for that, you know, final battle of the second movie. But, um, yeah, it was – it's one of those movies that doesn't age as well, you know, especially with the costumes being so cheesy. <laughs> and uh, – but it's not terrible either. I mean, I, if I was a kid and I was into Mortal Kombat and I saw that movie, I, I probably would think it's the greatest movie ever. It's like – the characters look exactly like the in the game. Um, the moves that they do, especially when uh, you saw my reaction when the freaking Liu Kang did the the bicycle. Thing. I was like, "Whoa, he actually did it!" I was like, "Oh, I, I flipped." That was like, "Holy crap!" They actually well, too. That fight was awesome between yeah. uh, Liu Kang and Reptile. Reptile. That was my favorite fight in the whole movie. I was gonna be so pissed off if Reptile stayed as that little reptile the whole movie. I was gonna be like, "This movie's ass just for that." But when he actually turned into you know the fighter reptile, I was like, "Okay, that this movie's cool." But um, Raiden, you said, is your favorite, or he's a, a good casting. I, I He was all right. I liked him. I liked yeah. Christopher Lambert as Raiden, but also, too, I grew up with this movie. So Maybe. I have a different point of view yeah. for it. You know, it has a great big feel of nostalgia for me anytime <laughs> I watch it. I hate it when he would do, like, that laugh and just, I don't know, just, like, he would make a joke, but then he'd just go back to serious, like, what the fuck? But, I mean, he was, some parts I, I could believe him as Raiden. But some parts I was like, oh my god, this guy's balls. But um, other than that, um, the other thing I hated was that Scorpion didn't have the, you know, the spear or, you know, that little dagger thing. It, instead, it was like this animal thing coming out of his the palm of his hand. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah, they did mod that for the time. Yeah, um, that was that was a terrible choice, I think. But uh, yeah, I didn't like that. I thought it was pretty stupid. Um, and then Goro 
looked a little bit weird, but I think he was... He was animatronic. Okay. He actually cost a lot of money to operate. See, I was going to ask you that, too. Was like, was it, what was like, uh, was it a low-budget movie? But if he was, like, cost a lot, then yeah. probably the whole uh, budget. They had a higher budget for the first film than they did the second film. The uh-huh. second film, there was a lot of budget cuts. That's what, And the script was changed a lot. Uh, director left. A bunch of the actors that were supposed to return for the second film did not. So that's why it's a huge 180 for me on the second film. And yeah, I was like, there's very minor parts I like about the second film. See, the second film, I only remember the beginning, which takes place right after the ending of the first one. And then the ending of the movie, everything in between, I don't remember nothing of it. Um, so I guess one of these days we'll have to watch it and I'll see how terrible it actually and the is. The second one is like Diet Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> Shao Kahn is a joke in that movie. I mean, when at the end of the movie, I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, it looked all right, but... Um, yeah, for the second one, Shao Kahn is a joke. Oh, okay. Damn, that sucks. Um, but yeah, and I also hated that Scorpion and Sub-Zero, you know, like you see these guys, you think that they're kind of these badass... The thing I like about the newer film, because I've only seen like the first, I think, 20 minutes of the film, but the thing I liked about it, there's like such badass characters and it's like, man, these guys are so cool. And, and then in this film, you watch it, and it's just, like, mindless. And But then again, it's uh, Shang Tsung probably was, like, so powerful that he was able to get them to do whatever he wanted. So Yeah, I mean, he's, he said that, you know, under my control. Yeah, so. Know, they'll do my bidding. I guess so, yeah. But then they die in stupid ways, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Both of them. Not... I don't think Scorpion. Died. Uh, more, I feel more like Sub Zero. Sub Zero did die in a stupid ass way because he was like, like uh, charging up his attack, and then Liu Kang was just like, "Oh, water, bucket of water." Yeah, and I was like, really? "He just wonder twinned it, form of a bucket of water." <laughs> I was like, "God, that's icicle spear." Yeah, that was pretty stupid. Um, and then, but that scene did feature a, uh, or that fight scene between Liu Kang and Sub Zero featured a moment that I would rewind all the time. And that was when uh, Sub-Zero oh. <laughs> went to run up the wall and he does a backflip yeah. over Liu Kang. Yeah. I swear I rewinded that part so many times as a kid. Yeah, that, that um, fight was pretty cool. Also, but like you said, um, Liu Kang versus Reptile was actually pretty good too. That was the best one. That um, fight when uh, Liu gets thrown into that little pillar and he get, he hits his side. Yeah. Um, the actor Robin Shu actually broke his rib, broke like three ribs. God damn. On that fight. And um, that was a big thing, too, is a lot of the actors did a lot of their own stunts. Like, um, I, uh, Lyndon Ashby did a lot of his own stunts as well, um, which I thought was pretty cool. And he, um, so in his fight scene with Scorpion, there's the part where Scorpion's kicking him in the sides, and he actually accidentally kicks him in the kidney to where Lyndon Ashby, like, urinates out blood from ooh. it. And um, brutal. there's also the... Uh, so also the person, um, who uh, Bridget Wilson, who played Sonya Blade, um, there's a, so hot. <laughs> she is one fine piece of ours. <laughs> um, the only thing though, her fight scenes were kind of garbage. She dislocated her shoulder um, in the fight with Kano, Ouch. Uh, the actress. Um, Kano, I liked him in the movie. Yeah. Um, and they actually modeled the the character in the video games after the guy who played him in the movie because at the time, you know, the act uh, characters in the video games didn't have dialogue other than Scorpion going, get over here. Um, oh, that was my other complaint. The oh, Scorpion. yeah, the, he had three lines. Get over here. Welcome. Get down here. That was, when he said that, I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, fuck this movie for making him say that. I was, like, I was like, this movie's dead to me. <laughs> I was like, that's so fucking stupid. Why would he say that? <laughs> um, I mean, if he had more lines, I would understand. But still, like, the fuck you... Yeah, that was stupid. But um, Robin Shu, for me, as Liu Kang, I thought was perfect. Yeah, he was pretty cool, I too. thought the guy, like, killed it for the role. Um, Lyndon Ashby is Johnny Cage. Um, I think the character of Johnny Cage was heavily molded after him as well. Um. I mean, even if in Mortal Kombat 11 they came out with the movie pack where you could play as him, as Johnny Cage, which I thought was pretty damn cool. And um, Christopher Lambert, I thought for the time um, of the film, because that was something um, 
Ed Boon, the creative director of Mortal Kombat video games, had brought up was that uh, Raiden's nationality was never, like, known because anytime you'd select the character, you had three video games to go off of. You kind of had a silhouette of his face almost in the straw hat covering him up, so you couldn't really tell what nationality is. But he said, you know, yeah, we probably should have said, you know, he's somebody of, like, you know, Asian descent, like Chinese descent. And that was never, like, put across. And um, so, you know, that's why when they casted, they were just like, oh, let's get a little bit more high profile of an actor at the time. Christopher Lambert was a little bit more high high profile. He's probably the biggest name in this movie for the time. Oh, okay. Um, so that's why they got him. And I feel like a lot of his mannerism was uh was pretty good for the character. Oh yeah, his his mannerisms, the way that he was just like uh in the scenes were be- believable, but they then they made You him wanted like, some fighting out of Raiden, huh? Yeah, maybe that's why. If he would have fought, was, you would have been all like, "Oh no, Raiden if he was did amazing." His move, if he did that one move. Oh, the freaking <laughs> <laughs> If he would have done that. No, they that, wasted that, that on the second one. Uh, spoiler. But <laughs> <laughs> with James Remar. <laughs> From the Warriors movie. <laughs> and but, the Phantom. I don't know. Maybe it's the way that the actor um, talked. I don't know. There See, some, I like there, his voice, something... too. I like Christopher Lambert's yeah. voice. Uh, so I'm like, that. that's another reason why I liked him. Because um, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like, um, it's, he's kind of almost like Jake the Snake Roberts, where you kind of have to listen closely to what he's saying. Uh-huh. And, I, and I like that about the character. Like the part where he was telling the, you know the three characters about having to face their uh, fears or stuff like that. See that part, he was cool. And then he fucking ruins it by, well, he did not that part, but then there was another part where he just like laughed or, I don't know. It was just like, why, why, why did you try to make it? Well, I did like, um, the part where, um, Johnny Cage goes to fight Goro and he does the splits and punch Goro in the oh, groin. Oh, yeah, that was funny. And then, that was Ra- and then Raiden goes, yeah, and he punches one of oh, the uh, one of the guys in the arm. He goes, Sorry. <laughs> but I thought that was great. Yeah, he, goes, that, that was, he punches him in the yeah. arm. Yeah. That, that, was, that was funny. But then he does that one thing where he laughs and then he like, goes back to serious. He did it twice. <laughs> yeah, he did that like in the boat and then he does it at the end of the movie. And I was like, I was like, why? <laughs> why are they doing this to him? I uh, feel like he's like such a... Uh, he a, was a little a God cheesy. Type. Yeah, I he think, was a little cheesy. Yeah. If they would have made it a little bit less cheesy, um, in all, in all reality, if they just would have kept the part where he punches the guy in the arm, like yeah, that, like, that, that would have been perfect. Yeah, because that was that was great. That, that was, was great. a great little throw in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, um, again, like but then John, he was so. Like, it, the reason maybe is because uh, he's so op. Yeah, and he's not allowed to uh, not interfere. Allowed to, yeah, like that's his agreement um, as the protector of Earthrealm is he can't interfere in Mortal Kombat because he's a god. Yeah. So. Damn, he was OP though. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is funny because I've never been OP with him in the games. I mean, I kick your Me ass either. with him in the games, but that's <laughs> I suck at that game, but we'll get to that. Um. um but uh. Yeah, I think overall, I would say the. It's not a bad movie, because you have to think about it in the sense that it was made back in the '90s. In the two ways to think about it, uh-huh. like you look at it as like a, a moder- like with you watching it basically for the first full time yeah. in 2021. It's yeah. like ah, this thing didn't really hold up. But then um, it's like I've told you before how I look at things is I always try and really look at it in a way of um, the year it was made. Uh-huh. And what was going on at that time. And it's like, you know what, yeah. for 1995, this was pretty damn good. That That's the way I, I looked at it, too, was if for me watching it the first time, yeah, it's kind of like <clears throat> okay-ish. But if I put myself in the shoes of if I was in 1995 and I was a big Mortal Kombat fan, this is a good movie. Yeah. For, for if, if I was a big Mortal Kombat fan and I saw this film in theaters, this movie's really good. Especially, I was impressed by Goro, I'm not going to lie. Even though you know he kind of looks kind of weird, he does I was look like, kind of weird. Shit. He's like nineteen ninety five, and they had that. I was like, that's. But the fact that he was animatronic, and it's like, holy shit, this is actually like kind of, kind of cool. And and they, they did this, and they were able to do a fight scene with uh, yeah. Johnny Cage. Yeah, and um, you know that's why the fight scene was limited, and why you know it was the nut punch, and then he goes up, and it's like from a hundred yards away, he's like, um, beating him up and kicking him off the edge. Yeah. Uh, because it was so expensive to run the character of Goro. Um, but it was still cool that he was in it as much as he was. 
I didn't expect him to see him in that film. Honestly, I was like surprised when they showed. Him. I was like, whoa! I thought it was just gonna be like a maybe like the, just a top part of him. But then they showed the whole body, and when he had the fight scenes, I was like, wow, I was like, damn, that was, that's pretty impressive. So <clears throat> for yeah, like overall, I would say it's a it's in a okay movie. It's a movie that people should you know you should watch it just to see it. You know, it's pretty cool, but I don't think it's a a great movie. You know. I think for a video game movie, uh-huh. video game adaptation movie, it's, it's, good. It, it's good. It's good. Because yeah. a lot of video game movies Are aren't trash. that good. Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's one that to me was like, okay, this is actually pretty, pretty and, damn wild. And they stuck to a lot of the source material too. Yeah. So they, they kept a lot of like the, well, I'm, they didn't have that much of a story though. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too big of a story. And then too, like even even then, like the first video game, a lot of it's just text. Yeah, what what's written in character bios. Yeah, and going off of that. But um, you know, the fact that they featured the amount of characters they did, they had Liu Kang, Raiden, Johnny Cage, Sonya, Kano, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Goro, Reptile, Katana, Shang Tsung. Um, that's a lot of characters that, already. That's a lot of characters in the first movie. Yeah. Of what was originally planned to be a trilogy. Um, but actually, Hurricane Katrina, believe it or not, disrupted that. Because a lot of the um, film set that they were going to have ready to... Or a lot of sites that they had ready to plan out. They like even had like a screenplay written up. Casting for it was already done. Like A lot of people, were com- a lot of people from the first movie were coming back for the third movie. Like they were gonna resur- they were gonna bring uh, spoiler alert Johnny Cage dies in the second movie so they were gonna bring him back for the third, <laughs> um, but I even think Bridget Wilson was gonna come back as Sonya Blade. Um, I haven't seen a picture of her recently. They were gonna bring back uh, Shang Tsung. <laughs> um, she probably still looks the same, but they were gonna bring back Shang Tsung. Uh huh. Um, and Quan Chi was gonna be in it. Um, so it was gonna be something pretty fucking cool. Um, I think they would have righted the ship, and I think. Paul Anderson was attached to come back too. Like I think he, because he even no, that stated that he didn't want to. He should have never left the second one. Yeah, because so, I, I felt like he did like a a pretty good job in the first one. Yeah, for I what mean, he the, what he had, what it was. Yeah, the time, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was. He did a pretty good job. It's just the. Uh, I don't know, because I'm torn, because I saw the I've seen like I said the first twenty minutes of the newer one. And like the the design and the costume is so like oh it's so cool like Sub Zero, but and then you see this one it's like kind of like oh it's too, kind of like too much to the video game. But at the same time it's like it's really good for its time, you know. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm kind of torn between the yeah, two. Yeah, because um, at the you find know like you middle ground. You look at the brand new one, they have eleven games to go off of. That that too. Yeah. Actually, more because you have uh you have like um the. The extra games, the spinoffs, the spinoffs, yeah, that are like, um, you know, um, was it, uh, mythology, Sub Zero, Special Forces, and uh, Shaolin Monks, uh-huh. and um, Sub Zeros in two of those three, um, because Mythologies is about Sub Zero, and uh, that takes place before the first game, and um, so at the time of the first film. You had three games to go off of because Mortal Kombat 3 had like just come out. So you only had so much of the costume to work with and their costumes didn't really change. Um, and the Sub-Zero you had was the different Sub-Zero where he had the um, the sleeveless costume and no mask. So it's like, do you put this one in? And I think that was the Sub-Zero that you got in the second film, who was the brother. Um, so that was something that you had in that. So you only had so much to go off of going into that game. Um, same thing with Reptile. You know, he looked like the other ones, and then Reptile further down the line in the video games becomes more and more of a reptile. And um, then you have other ninjas involved as well who kind of all look the same. Like um, if you go off of uh, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, all the ninjas basically look the same. It's just a different, just different color. color. Yeah. But then, like in the later games, they actually have their own thing. Oh, like, they are so much different. They're the later way cooler, games, though, which is awesome. Lie. Yeah, especially uh, Noob Saibot and Smoke. <laughs> yeah, like Those if you see uh, Noob Saibot in eleven, he looks way different than he even did in nine. Damn, I haven't seen him in eleven. I don't think I have. Yeah, yeah but I, I remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh no, 
Smoke was a robot at one point, was he? So Smoke was a robot in yeah. Trilogy. In Trilogy. And then they made him into... In three, I think. They made him into a person. Yeah. And so the newer human ones, right? Smoke. So you had Human Smoke, and in the first... It was either the first or the second, he would show up in a in a uh, area, and he would, like, peek behind a tree, and you would see him. But then you'd have to, like, do a certain thing. Well, it's like Reptile. In the first game, you could fight Reptile, but he wasn't a playable character. You had to do certain things in order to get to him, to fight him. And he was crazy fast, and he had the stance of sub. He had like the moves of Sub Zero and Scorpion. So he was like a mesh between the two. It was before he got his own uh, techniques. But the better, the most like um, the one that's more uh, legendary is Ermac, right? Yeah, because Ermac of his. Was uh, like a, he was like a legend. He was like a um, what we call those. Uh, fuck, I forgot what you call them, but. Um, People heard about Ermac, and then they saw him in the, in the kind of like in the in the one of the menus. But Ermac stood for something. I forgot what it stood for, but eventually they did add him to the game. But you had to have like these specific things happen. The thing is, and it's a big time thing that was noticed. Anytime there was rumor or innuendo with uh, Mortal Kombat, with patience, a lot of that shit came to fruition and came to be. Uh huh. Which is you know why it's one of the best selling franchises of all time why it's a game that's always going to be made, why they're always going to be around, because they'll sit there and people think, oh, who's this guy? Like, there's a character, um, Blaze, I think his name is, and um, he's in the pit in the first game. You see him in the background, this guy on fire. He eventually becomes a main antagonist of of uh, one of the final games. I think of uh, Armageddon. He's the main antagonist, oh. which is before they reset the timeline uh-huh. when they come in with Mortal Kombat 9. Um, so like, that's something that happens and it's like, holy shit, you know, that that's really pushing the, uh, envelope right there. Cause it's like, God damn, you have this character that's in the background and he starts off, what's he called? Oh, he's called this. And then all of a sudden he becomes like the main antagonist to essentially the last game in a line of the original Mortal Kombat story. That's the cool thing about the, um, uh, nether realms as they're known by right now. I think so. The Ed Boon Company. Yeah. The the cool thing about them is that they actually listen to the fans. Oh yeah. And it's one I think it's the very few companies that actually listen to their fans, and uh, they actually do like you know really cool content and good games. They don't release a Mortal Kombat every year. No. They because release they every... sit there and they work on it. Yeah. And they release it at certain times, um, and two they are the type that makes improvements. So for instance, you had Mortal Kombat three. Scorpion wasn't a playable character in the original Mortal Kombat 3. Um, so what they did was, six months later, came out with Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate. It had extra stages, and it also had Scorpion as a playable character. It had a couple extra characters, but he was one of them. And that was something that was amazing, because it's like, why would you take somebody who is basically the poster boy for NetherRealm? Granted, NetherRealm wasn't around for Mortal Kombat 3. It was ran by Midway and Acclaim. Uh-huh. Um so then you go through that and you see like you're taking away virtually the poster boy of Mortal Kombat. Even though Liu Kang's the champion of Mortal Kombat, he's not the poster boy. He's the poster boy of the movies. But even then, you know, nine times out of ten people are gonna recognize Scorpion before Liu Kang. Yeah. Um Liu yeah, Kang's still super highly recognizable without a doubt, and he's a character that for some fucking odd reason I could figure out his moveset like that. Um, without necessarily trying, like I, I, I could be okay with him right away, but a uh, scorpion, somebody who a lot of people just go ahead and start picking cause he looks badass. Um, his character background is badass. Um, and said his move is badass. The, the his spear, spear. Yeah. his spear is, is legendary. Yep. It's a legendary move just in pop culture, not even video games Yeah, of the whole get over here. They, uh, there's even a company that made a shirt. With uh, him for COVID, where it's all like, get out or get away from here, at least six <laughs> feet. Um, so it was, uh, so you have that going on for him as well. And um, so that's something where you can tell that Mortal Kombat is somebody who listens to the fans. It's like, what what the hell are you doing? Why are you taking out um, Scorpion? And then all of a sudden, okay, we're going to come out with basically an updated version of the game. So people who waited, you either waited, it was like a cash grab. But at the same time, it's like, we're going to fix the problem. Like, here's an expanded game, and here's what's going on here with it. 
And at least, even though they did re-release it, like you said, if they added more levels and they made improvements, then it's worth it, you know, to buy it again. I mean, can you imagine if they, like, said uh, Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate and they just added Scorpion? It's like, really? Yeah. The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, like, there's a few more things that they added there. And uh, for the most part, it was a cash grab, but at the same time, it was the same price. So it's like, okay, well, at least I'm not paying more than what I paid for the other. Yeah, you're... A lot of people probably ended up buying the game twice. Yeah. Um, because I don't know how video game trade worked at the. I mean, you had Funko Land, which think, eventually became GameStop. I think back in the day you could return a game, but I don't think they would. I think it just depended on the play. Like I said, there yeah. was Funko Land that had buy and buy and sell used games. Um, I used to use EB Games a lot. Um, yeah, I used to do EB Games, and uh, but Funko Land was like the place I really like because I just like the name. Funko Land. <laughs> That's where I got I Super Smash Brothers and Pokemon Stadium and Mortal Kombat Trilogy all for my birthday one year. I don't think I was around for N64. here. Uh, when that stuff was around. And then it became GameStop and I go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, still say that because... Uh, anyways, anyways, before we go into... That's, a, that's another episode. <laughs> before we go <laughs> deep into why Game sucks, GameStop sucks balls. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, after that, you had Mortal Kombat Trilogy... Mortal Kombat Trilogy was amazing because if you had the PlayStation version, you'd have all these different playable characters. But if you had the N64 version like I did, you only had a few play. You had a lot of playable characters, but there was a lot that you couldn't play as. You had to enter in these cheat codes and then press a certain button pattern to play as Shao Kahn or uh, Mataro. And you had to do it right before the match started. And you had to be a certain character in order to do this. Because um, I think for Matara, you had to be Scorpion, and I think for Shao Kahn, you had to be, I want to say you had to be um, Sindel, but I could be very wrong on that. It's been a long time since I've tried that. Um, and then you would enter in another code before that, and um, you could actually turn like super blood on, so when you would punch people, it'd be hella more bloody than it regularly was. And then um, with that, you could also turn Human Smoke on as a playable character and be able to use him. Um, Cause you had smoke Cyrax and sector as playable characters. And for me personally, um, Mortal Kombat was like the second game I ever played. Well, the third, but seeing that super Mario was bundled up with a uh, duck hunt. Mortal Kombat was the third game I ever played in my entire life. So it's super Mario slash duck hunt. And then it was Mortal Kombat. Cause one of my uncles had a, uh, N64, and I think I mentioned that in the last um, uh, video game podcast. And I, the first character I got hooked onto was Scorpion. Because they did the get over here, and I was like, that's... He's a ninja, and he does that shit? I was like, oh, that's my favorite character ever. Then. <laughs> and I've been using Scorpion ever since, but I still suck with him. I can't master him. I mostly... Uh, I think for Mortal Kombat Deception, I used a lot of uh, Ermac. Ermac was pretty cool. And then for... There was one where Noob Saibot was teamed up with someone. It was like Noob Saibot and Cyborg Smoke, I think, maybe? It was like, it, it might have been Deception as well. But I remember, there was one where Noob Saibot didn't come alone. So I never played Deception. But uh, I'll get into that. Okay. Um, I think it might have been that same one, or it might have been something else. But it was Ermac, um, and I would use Noob slash uh, Smoke, I think it was. And then in the other ones, I used... Uh, Ermac, I think in 9 I used Ermac, and I think Noob Saibot's also in that one. I forget, but Noob Saibot's moves are pretty easy. Where he's like down, down, up, and he just <laughs> goes through he the ground. He just grabs you and pulls you yeah, and throws you. and just bounces your ass off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I think... But I think uh, um, the original one, the first one I ever played would be my favorite one. Deception I did play. I played through the story, and it, was, it had a pretty good story. Yeah, that was a cool uh, story arc. Um, Deception is the one with um, I forgot the name of the. But he's the dragon. Who is the dragon? Um, it was it was a dragon who took who wanted to take control of his armies again. I think so. And um, Raiden actually had to team up with Shang Tsung and Quan Chi to try and stop him. Oh, and then they they perish or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Raiden does this blast to try and take up. Yeah. To basically take everyone out. And he takes everyone out but the... But the dragon. Yeah. I forgot the... I forgot the name of the the, the new character. I just he, watched a video on him, too, and oh I yeah. can't remember his name. 
Yeah, so, but you play, basically, you play, the story mode is, you run around, and you play as this guy, and you have to learn all the moves, and, and basically, this guy, you start off as a kid, and then you get sort of, by the end of the game, you're like this old man, but you've learned all the moves, and I think you know, like, you know, um, some of the moves from uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion and all sorts of stuff, but the story mode was really cool, because you ran around, and you would see, like, Earth Realm and Nether Realm and all that, and it was, it was really cool, I liked it, and they had kind of like some backstories, and it reminded me a lot of the um, Sub Zero game, the one that you mentioned. I played that one as well, that, but that, <laughs> that game, game was that game. Even the game creator said that that game was like fucking tough as shit. It was because then there's that one part where the thing is just slamming down at, way at the beginning, and if you don't know how to double tap forward, you just fucking get smashed every into pieces. Bits. Too. Yeah, and then like the one fucking part I hated the most was when you had to jump from platform to platform. If you were, like, not almost falling off the platform, you wouldn't make it. But, I mean, when he fell down, he made a funny-ass noise. And I just kept jumping and just dying. It was just, you know, that little scream he wouldn't do. And I was, it was amusing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I've only played those those three, I think. Um, the the Whatever one it was, maybe it was the original, maybe it was the third one, I don't remember. Um, Deception. I know we played Nine a lot. Nine, we played it, yeah. Because um, I had it. And so, like... But I suck at Mortal Kombat, so I don't. I try to erase it from my memories. <laughs> um, for me, with the games, um, I started with the original. Uh, Pops had it on PC, because I remember he had that, and he had uh, Rebel Assault, um, which was a Star Wars game, which that could be for another day as well. Um, but Mortal Kombat, I remember playing the original and liking it. Then he said, "You know, they got a movie out on this." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he goes, "Yeah." Uh, they got a Mortal Kombat movie, and we went to uh, Blockbuster, uh, Blast from the Past. That is now a Panera Bread in Pinol. That used to be Blockbuster. Oh, that used to be Blockbuster? That used to be Blockbuster. Oh, wow. I used to go there and rent video games and movies. Um, so we rented um, that. and um, That goes to show that I'm not from here <laughs> originally. <laughs> and um, so we rented the movie and I remember watching it just being blown away because I was a little kid and I'm like who's this guy oh my god that's Liu Kang oh my god that's Johnny Cage oh my god that's Scorpion oh my god that's Sub-Zero well even me when I watched it the bits and pieces I was kind of blown away by it too but I hadn't seen the whole film back to back and as a kid I don't think my brain was fully developed because I remember half the shit I watched or or what the plot was but okay yeah yeah, because I remember having that game um, for the PC then my sister and I had a Sega Genesis, so we actually had Mortal Kombat 2 and 3, but it was the original 3. It wasn't Ultimate. Um, so we had those two, so I played through that. And then when I got the N64, I got Trilogy. Um, for my birthday one year, I had gotten like that, Super Smash Brothers, and Pokemon Stadium. Because we went to Funko Land, and Pops was like, all right, um, you know, are there any games you want? And I said, oh, I want this game, this game, and this game. So we went and found them and got them, and that was my birthday present that year. Um, in Trilogy, I played that for hours on end, um, just playing Tower Mode. And I remember I got to Master, and I got like three-quarters of the way through Master, but I couldn't beat it, the Tower Mode. Um, but I would have friends over, and I'd beat them because I figured out how to do a lot of the different combos for a lot of the different characters. And uh, that was amazing. Uh, then 4, I had a friend who had a PlayStation... Um, God, I can't remember which friend it was, but he had it. And I remember seeing it at the arcade first and just seeing it from like far away and not, um, it was the arcade at, uh, Hilltop Century Theaters before it's where it's at its current location. It was, um, when it was over. So what Mel's is now in Hilltop that used to be before the, before it was Mel's, it was Krispy Kreme Donut. I remember that. And then before it was Krispy Kreme Donuts, it was Hilltop Century Theaters. Before it moved down to where it is now. There was a theater there? There was a theater there. Then they tore it down and built it up where it's currently at now. They just moved location. In that little lot, there was a theater? There was a theater that was completely torn down, and then it was made into a, a Krispy Kreme Donut. That, I mean, I like the, the new location better than that one. Yeah. But that's uh, crazy that they had a theater. In yeah, that my lot. mom uh, worked there for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I saw my dog skip. Cried my eyes out. <laughs> That'll be another episode. <laughs> Probably not. Um, but um, 
yeah so we um so i had uh for a friend who had four i had saw it at the arcade and i was like man you know i wanted to play it but other people were in line to play it so it was an arcade fighter and then my friend was like oh yeah mortal kombat 4 came out on playstation you want to play it and i was like yeah and it was like the first time the characters were 3d and then he's like oh if you press this you could actually move to the side i'm like what you could actually move to the side and not just front back. What? What's this? What's this sorcery? <laughs> and uh, like for the time, I was just blown away with how it looked and how the characters like now they look like bulky. But again, I try and always like nowadays just try and picture it for the time it is. And, um, you know, um, on the PlayStation Classic, I have it on there. So I played it the other night and I'm like, God damn, like this is this is still a ton of fun. And that was the last Mortal Kombat game I played for a long time. I didn't play Deadly Alliance. I didn't play Deception. I didn't play Armageddon. Um, I didn't touch Mortal Kombat again until Mortal Kombat 9. Damn. Um, because two of my friends were at GameStop, and one of them bought... They had the Collector's Edition that came with the two bookends of um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And I think I actually, like, just recently, like, last year got rid of them because I think somebody stepped on them and they broke or something because I had them in a poor place, poor location, unfortunately. The ones that you had uh, when you were living upstairs, the ones that were here? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, those came in the collector's edition. So you got that, you got uh-huh. the game, and then you got some DLC. And I ended up getting, like, all the DLC eventually for it because Mortal Kombat 9 was my fucking ch- Mortal Kombat 9 is still one of my absolute favorite games of all time. Um, the story mode was amazing. The graphics for it was amazing. Um, everything about it, I just loved it. And, um, I had gone back and watched videos on the game, on the game's history to find out that the events, cause I'm like, what's all this shit that's happening at the beginning where everyone's like dead. And it's like, oh, that's actually the tail end of Armageddon. Armageddon was the end of the story arc. And then... Raiden basically resets the storyline so it's a retelling of Mortal Kombat and it's like that's the first time you get like a big time cinegraphic story mode and um for the Mortal Kombat franchise and that was like when Netherrealm really took over and sunk their teeth into it yeah I think that's the first game where they actually where they became they became Netherrealms and it was kind of like because was it Midway that turned into Netherrealms or was it members of Midway? I think it's members of Midway. Basically started I, I forget, it up. Yeah, but it's always been Ed Boon and and some of the original people. I think that are still working on that same game. And it's Ed like, Boon, he did the line in the movie. Get over here. Oh, really? That's him. Oh wow. Yeah. I forget what's the name of the guy who does the toasty in the original game. Uh, he's a sound. Uh, he's, he's a, sound, a he's sound a guy, audio right? engineer. Yeah. Um, I think for Midway Games. Yeah, he, I I seen the video where he explains where he got the idea from. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty funny. Toasty. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought it was whoopsie. I, me too. And then I then I found out years later it's toasty. I was like, oh. I told uh, my coworker that, and he goes, Chris, you just ruined my childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I found out too, I was like, why? I've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's like an idiot. But but yeah, nine is the one where it, it was Nether Realms, and then after that, it's been Nether Realms ever since. And even but even then. Ever since it's been Nether Realms, people have only said positive things about those guys. Oh, and I did have, um, I did actually have Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Oh, okay. And they did the reason why they did that game was because Armageddon was the end of the story, so they were able to just throw that in there and make it basically non-canon. But I felt like that story was still pretty good for what it was. Um, the gameplay was a ton of fun because you got to play as um, Mortal Kombat guys and DC Universe guys, and that helps set up the Injustice uh, fighting game, like, yeah, cause it has, which is developed by NetherRealm. Yeah. And that has so many of the properties that Mortal Kombat does, and Injustice, both games are two of my absolute favorites. Um, I, I still mean, suck at those. You you were there the countless hours I played on Injustice and playing through the inst- the story mode of that, and Injustice 2, I you know, played through the story mode of that and loved it. Um, that's probably going to be another episode for another time with those two games, but it does technically tie into this because with the nether realm background. Yeah. I, and both of them have like the similar kind of like, um, fighting style. Yeah. Where it's like, they have certain moves. If you do like three and you wouldn't have moves. injustice if you didn't have the mortal Kombat versus DC universe game. I think that must've been like a tester. It was a tester. I think to see how it would have been received. 
um it was a tester too to be all like okay well we need to we want to put out a new mortal Kombat game but we're not quite ready to retell the story yet so we'll just do this because we can throw in this kind of new story in here and um two we could tie in these two universes and see what happens because warner brothers got the uh warner brother games got the acquisition for mortal Kombat and was like hey you know we we want to throw in these uh dc guys as well and a lot of people thought it was going to be a bust um and there are people who don't like that game who think it's a terrible game i loved it um but two i i love dc comics and i love mortal Kombat. so for me it was going to be a win-win no matter what but I mean, even the Injustice games are are cool. Oh, those games those are amazing. Those games are awesome. I mean, even all the characters that they have in those games are, I I like that. I mean, I suck at the game, but I like the game for for what it is. Yeah, yeah. no, it's amazing. I I highly recommend to go through the story mode if you haven't. Uh, just because it. it's it's uh it's good storytelling, and um it's it's a ton of fun, and um there's a lot of cool shit that happens within it as well. And then, um, yeah, after nine, um, I had XL for the PlayStation, but then I ended up get cause I had a PS4 for a, a while, but then I ended up getting rid of the PS4 cause I wasn't playing it. And then I got the Xbox, uh, Xbox one, and then I had gotten 11 and I started the story mode on 11 and I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Because I never finished XL, um, which is the complete edition of X, um, which is the sequel to nine. And, um, I'm like, fuck. So I need to start that off. And I remember getting to like sub zero in the story mode of XL. Uh, then recently I just started jumping back into it and I had gotten to sub zero and I'm like, he's only chapter three. I was not that fucking far at all. <laughs> like, God damn. And then I watched a video. This guy does, um, it's, um, this guy, I'll, uh, I've been watching for a while. He's, He's a little, I'll admit he's a little annoying in some of the stuff he does, but when he's like storytelling everything and giving background information, on all the games, he's very good with that. And, um, he did a history of mortal Kombat, and like I had watched the new movie and all of a sudden it just brought all the nostalgia back for me for the video game, because that franchise is still one of my favorite franchises of all time. I, I remember mentioning that in the video game, um, one that we had talked about, uh, the video game episode we did. And just bringing that up, um, because I love the first movie so much. And then just the first three and trilogy and four were just so like instrumental in me playing fighting games at all. Cause I wasn't a Tekken guy until like later, but even then I'm still like, you're the Tekken guy. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm the mortal Kombat and soul caliber. And I honestly say, even though I don't, I don't think I'm good at soul caliber. I think I figured it out and, you know, I, I have some tricks up my sleeve and it's an easy fighting game for me to pick up um, and be like, I can go online and hold my own for a little bit, but I still think Mortal Kombat just overall is a better game because of the story mode that it has now and because of the fighters that it has. And it's just a ton of fun. Like it's one of those games that I got to make sure I have at least two to three hours open sometimes because I will <laughs> sit there and play the shit out of it. And, um, 11, I was like, holy shit, like the, the cast in it looks pretty damn good. And like I said, the only reason I put 11 down was because I was like, oh shit, I should probably go back and play X and get that all the way done. Um, that way I know what the hell's going on and maybe restart the story for 11. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's games that look amazing. The fact that they took the face mold from the guy who played Shang Tsung in the movie and put him in 11 and it's all like. Well, goddamn! Like, why? That—that's how good that guy was. Is they that gotta reuse him? Yeah, I—I th I think he was my favorite, and second favorite would be. Uh, and I think he's game. one of the movie ones too. The movie DLC ones you could get is him. Oh, really? Um, if they did that, that's that's awesome. Because I think it's him, Sonya, Johnny Cage, and Raiden. So you got to be Christopher Sonya. Lambert, Raiden. <laughs> oh God! I—I <laughs> guess Sonya said. <laughs> um. But um, these '90s movies and their uh, female actresses being kind of hot. <laughs> the Team NT, I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, Judith Hogue. Yeah, and now it's uh, now it's Bridget Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was in uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> she was I've in a few seen, movies. I've seen that movie. Um, but 
yeah, I remember playing uh, nine a lot, and um, you know our our uh, buddy Joe, he had it as well, and I think he was the one who kind of got me back into Mortal Kombat was through that, and um, and then I ended up getting the collector's edition that originally sold for like a hundred and like twenty bucks. I got it for like thirty because after so long they just want to get rid of it so they keep dropping the price and put it on clearance and they had like two left and i showed up and they had the last one so i got it for like 30 bucks i'm like hell yes that's a steal right there um so i ended up getting that and um it was cool that they had freddy krueger and um i remember being really good with air mac and then the fact that you could have you could select two fighters was cool how they had like the tag team fight selection for nine Oh, okay. And I wish that was something they brought back. And hopefully they do. Hopefully there's an update for 11 and they bring it back. Yeah, if they're uh, listening Ed to Boone, this. if you're listening, bring that back. <laughs> bring back tags, please. Please. <laughs> please. I love your video games, by the way. <laughs> you know what was the cool thing, though? I think in Deception, you could switch out um, fighting styles. Yes, and you could do that in uh, XL. Oh, and, really? And in 11. Uh, well, in no. X- well, I mean, no. during the fight. Yeah, you could switch it out. During the fight. Um, I, th- I think now it's like... Now you pick it before you, pick it you start. Before the fight, and and basically depending on what fighting style depends what moves you can have and what weapons basically. Yeah. But I think in Deception, I think it's Deception or Deadly Alliance. While it's you're one of fighting, those two. yeah, you could like you press on the D pad, or or whatever button it was, and you can switch the styles. And then there was one where you could pull out your sword, like Scorpion pulls out his sword, and the cool thing was like if you press a certain button, he would stab the sword onto the. And it would leave damage. Like if you still, if that character moved, it would it would bleed damage. and it started bleeding yeah. out. It wouldn't kill you. It would get you like pretty weak. Yeah. But it bled you out, and that was the cool thing about it. So, I mean, these games have had different. It hasn't been like the same game. No, it's just been like they've had like these different innovative things within them, and that's the thing I like about them. Some things work, some things don't work. Well, it's um, like, uh, too, you go back and you look at the games, and I'm sorry, there's a lot of spoilers in this episode. Um, for instance, the first four Mortal Kombat games, Liu Kang's the champion of Earthrealm. He, he keeps being the hero of the day. Deadly Alliance, which is the fifth game in the series, in the story arc, because Trilogy is a compilation, so I'm just getting that out there first and foremost. Um so when Deadly Alliance rolls around, like the first clip in the story mode is Shang Tsung and Quan Chi confronting Liu Kang and, you know, getting a hold of him. And you think, okay, who's going to come out and save the day and help Liu Kang? Because Liu Kang's the main hero. What's going to happen? Shang Tsung just breaks his neck, kills him before the game even starts. Damn. And it's all like, holy shit, like, this is like Mortal Kombat really like going like, okay, you know, this is what you expect for so long. Guess what? Shit should change. Who's going to save you now? It's all like, God damn. And then you yeah. go to nine. and um, Isn't he dead also in that one? In nine? Oh, which one is he dead in? There's one. I think it's could... Deception where you could play as him as a zombie. Yeah. Decept- or is it Armageddon? It might be. I think it's Armageddon. Okay. Maybe. Because Deception has. Fuck, I forget his name. But... And isn't one of them Johnny Cage as a zombie? I thought it was the newer games, right? Uh, might be. I think it's the newer games that have him as zombies. I think the newer games have Liu Kang as a zombie and they have Johnny Cage as a zombie. But um, in Deception, God, I forget the guy's name. The Basically, he's supposed to be Liu Kang's um, replacement. And so but that's that's why throughout the story mode, you get to play as him and, and you learn all the moves and you're supposed to be like this super, uh, the greatest fighter ever besides Liu Kang. Um, but damn, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, Deception was pretty cool. I played that one. Um, and then... But I, I think he becomes the, the champion in that one. I, I think that the, the new guy becomes a champion. Um, but Armageddon I never played. Yeah, so Armageddon I, I never played. Um, Deadly Alliance I never knew came out for GameCube. Which yeah, is funny because I actually, I actually just bought it <laughs> like this week. <laughs> Because uh, I got a good deal on it, so I got Deadly Alliance uh, for GameCube, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, then Armageddon. Um, Armageddon was on the PS2, and I never got it. I don't know. It's why on GameCube or not Armageddon? Uh, Deception. Deception. Deception is on um, GameCube. Yeah. And yeah, there's uh, I found it for fifty bucks, just the disc, 
or a hundred bucks if you get the disc and the booklet in the case. Jesus. Because it's they probably had a really limited run for GameCube before that. And then Armageddon, it's like PS2, so it's like, yeah, if I want to get that, I got to get a PlayStation 2. Yeah. I mean, I still have my PS2. I just never bought the game. I forget why I never bought it. So, and then I never got to play it. And then, um... Oh, that's what I was going to mention. Another character I was good with that I haven't seen him in a while is Baraka. Baraka. Yeah. I was pretty good with him in Deception. Baraka Obama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Just want to put that out there. Baraka was pretty cool. I was never good with Baraka in any game. I tried, and I just couldn't do it. What's the name of that guy who wears the mask with the two red eyes? It's not Kano, but the other guy. The mask with the two red eyes. And he has, like, the hook swords. Fuck Cabal. Cabal, there you go. Dude, Cabal is amazing. Cabal uh, was actually pretty good in the Dude, I love the shit out of him in uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat 9. Because ah. uh, you have him and Stryker, and then they do, oh, separate. And then Kentaro friggin' torches cabal then he gets the respirator and uh gets his little uh thing to make him move hella fast and i fucking raked with cabal like <laughs> god damn there was nobody safe when i was that guy and uh they brought him back for 11 and I was, oh okay. fuck yeah so um he was always one of my favorites he was uh somebody in trilogy i figured out how to do the move where he grabs you with the hooks yeah and then he swings you around i remember that oh, dude i love cabal um it's funny because i don't really like like striker that much um, I liked him more in nine because uh-huh. nine, I figured out like how to do combos in that one. Like for some reason I got to be like pretty good where like most people who had it, I was able to compete with them or beat a lot of them. Um, that was one I actually entered a tournament um, at a, um, actually at my cousins in New Mexico Um they had one at a at a um, video game store there. It wasn't a GameStop because um, they just had a local video game store. I ended up coming in third, um, and I think I won like uh, like a gift card or something. Oh, like not a Twenty five dollar gift card. Third place, shit. But um, there were some guys who like were fucking just tearing people apart. Like the guy who I faced for like third place, like he had gotten like two straight like flawless victory, like uh, just sweeps over somebody and then I faced him and um I mean I took him to round three and it literally went down to the last hit. Damn. Um and he ended up winning like the whole thing. Um and then there was a match for third place and I ended up like sweeping that guy. But um Who'd you use in that tournament? Was uh, it for that tournament I used Air Mac and um Cabal. Because uh. Cabal I could do his charge attack pretty good. Um and two, like, um, you kind of had to pick your characters early because they didn't want a lot of repeats. Like, you could have some repeats here and there. Um, and um, so I used uh, those two. Because Air Mac, I had him figured out from day one. That was the Mortal Kombat 9, you're saying? Yeah. That's the one where Air Mac was kind of like, um, he had those telekinetic powers. Like, he could just lift yeah. you up and do all those things. Yeah. Yeah, that Air Mac was badass. Dude, I would that tear Air people apart with that Air Mac. Yeah, that guy was cool in that one. He was so damn cool, and I was just like, I remember oh, man. trying to figure him out because Joe was a little too good with him. Yeah, and um, I remember Joe would use him, and I would use Johnny Cage, and I would just punch him in the nuts. <laughs> and that was the main move I would use with Johnny Cage. Because um, Johnny Cage has always been one of my favorite characters. He was actually the most frequently used character of mine in the first one, and in the second, and in the third. So, yeah, the first three from uh, PC to Sega Genesis. It was mostly Johnny Cage other than Liu Kang. Because Liu, I was able to figure him out pretty quickly. At least how to do the flying kick. The bicycle kick was always a pain in the ass for me to do. If you, like, nailed it, you're like, yeah. For some reason, Pops was able to do it. Like, all the time. Like, he just figured out how to do it, and he wouldn't tell me how to do it. Half the time, I don't even know how to do those moves. I press all the right buttons, but I guess I'm pressing fast enough. And then I don't, I don't do the moves. Even like the freaking scorpion get over here, the spear thing, I always fuck it up. Oh, yeah. I remember when I figured that one out, I thought I was the coolest fucking guy on the planet. I had to, I asked my uncles how they did it, and then they showed me. And then they would use Sub-Zero against me, and they would do a little the thing where they jump backwards, and it has like a little ice, and then I would hit that. but And freeze. Yeah, and freeze. And yeah. I'd be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um... You motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, Sub-Zero was, was always somebody I wasn't good with. I was okay. Like, I would just, I would do I okay I with him in the story wise. mode. 
but I would always fuck up. Like if I played somebody as sub zero, for some reason, I just couldn't grasp him. Um, but yeah, Aramac in the newer games has uh, always been a solid of mine. Um, Raiden, I've always like figured out, um, especially when he does his dive attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was always cool. Uh, then they put Raiden in Injustice too. So that was cool. And then one of the character skins you could use for him is the uh, superhero Black Lightning. Um, so that's pretty damn cool. So he basically has the same moveset as Raiden, but a different voice, obviously. Um, I was never good with Shang Tsung in any game. Me neither. <laughs> I've always tried, and I was just never good with him. Um, I recently got Rambo for 11, and uh, I did the fatality with him, and <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. Like, Rambo's actually a pretty cool character in the game. Yeah. And um, I've played as um, Spawn. In 11, and he's really fucking cool. Um, Cabal, like I said, I'm I'm pretty good with figuring out Cabal. In any game, I could figure out Liu Kang. Um, he's just, I don't know if it's because like he, he was one of my favorites from the movie. Um, and it's just like, yeah, Liu Kang, you fucking do him. And then Johnny Cage, I always figure out the fucking nut punch. <laughs> I Dude, don't you know rewinded, why. you rewinded that part as soon as you did the nut punch in the movie. You rewinded and went to watch it again, but it was so fucking funny. I was like, "Oh Dude, my!" Dude, he just God. drops down, does this place. <laughs> but I mean, the way that <laughs> that that reaction by Goro was fucking hilarious, and I, oh my! And then the the Raiden part was funny too, but the way that Goro reacts and he's like, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I like that you part. Imbecile! I told you not to underestimate. <laughs> Dude, Shang Tsung was awesome. In that, that guy's movie. awesome. Fuck, man. Um, that fight between Liu Kang and Shang Tsung, like, a lot of people shit on it. Uh-huh. I actually liked it. I thought it was a cool final boss fight in a movie. Uh, it was good, but then they had, like, the false endings, like, two or three times. And I was like, yeah. oh, damn it, stop doing that. I hate that um, shit. Little fun fact, going back to the movie. Um, the fight between Scorpion and Johnny Cage and Reptile and Liu Kang weren't in the original movie. They did a screen test like you usually do um, before you premiere a movie. And a lot of people were saying like there there wasn't, this is based on a fighting game. There's not enough fighting. So then they went back, filmed those two scenes, threw them in. And um, which is funny because the two actors, you know, the two heroes got hurt filming those, but also at the same time, two of my two favorite fights in the movie, um, almost didn't make it. Yeah, that's crazy to think uh, about. My third favorite is Liu Kang and Ching Sung, uh-huh. but um, yeah, my top two favorites almost didn't make it. If they didn't have those fights in the movie, that movie would have been Just, probably trash. Uh, it would have been super trash. Yeah, because it's like your Mortal Kombat, you only have like what, like two fights, three, maybe two fights? Yeah, that, that would have been the dumbest thing ever. Good thing they actually added those. Yeah, yeah, it's called Mortal Kombat. It's a fucking tournament. Why would you not have fights in it? That's that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, but, but luckily, too, they, they had to operate on a PG-13 uh, rating as well. Oh, you can't have that many fights in a PG-13 movie? Uh, they can. The humans can't die. Oh, Lord. Even though a few of them did. But maybe the motion picture... Um, I mean, one of them got Bruce society. Lee, didn't they? <laughs> they got stomped on, and then he... Oh, no, that was Reptile. Was it Reptile? That was Reptile. I thought it was the beginning of the movie. Someone got jumped. No, that was Reptile. Oh. Oh, oh he... no. Um, Liu Kang's brother. No, Chan. it wasn't. Was it Chan Kang. At the end, when he's when he uh, gets thrown onto his stomach. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got Bruce Lee. <laughs> Your brother's soul is mine. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> that guy is fucking amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that guy was the perfect uh, casting. Do perfect villain. Whoever uh, made the casting choice should have gotten a raise. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing him in uh, the Phantom movie, uh, which is one of Pop's favorite movie, um, which that Rey Mysterio figure I have up there is based off the character of the Phantom. Shang Tsung is in it, the guy who plays him. <laughs> I remember seeing, what's Shang Tsung doing? It's not Shang Tsung. That's Shang Tsung. I watched Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and he's all like, no, that's a different character. No, that's Shang Tsung. He just grew a mustache. Because <laughs> it was around that same time. 
But I just remember being so convinced. No, that's Shang Tsung. What's he doing in here? No, is Liu Kang about to pop out? What is this, Mortal Kombat 2? What's up? <laughs> I was just like, no, you idiot. This is this is a completely different movie. No, that's Shang Tsung. <laughs> he just grew the mustache. Now he looks like a video game. <laughs> yeah, but overall the movie was... It was okay, but it was good okay. In my opinion, it was a good for, okay. Again, I, uh, I, I've said it multiple times, and I'll say it again. For a video game movie, especially of that time frame... Um, I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, I still like it to this day. Um, I didn't realize that they put the first two movies on HBO Max, and I went and got them uh, digitally, and I'm like, ah, you know what, fuck it. at least I really liked the first movie. Kind of regret buying the second movie, because even as a kid, that second movie was a tough pill to swallow sometimes. God damn, I need they to They had that movie. so many cool characters in it. Uh, Mataro, they actually did okay. Mataro was kind of a highlight of that. Uh, then, um, in all reality, I actually liked uh, the guy who played Jax. I liked him better in Armageddon than I did in the new movie. I didn't really like New Jax that much. Um, I thought he was all right. I think he has potential to be better. Um, I just think they made the character a little too serious. Just a little too serious. I didn't think he was bad. I just think a little too serious. That was it. That's my complaint. I shouldn't shit on the guy. Um, <laughs> I just thought the character... I'll blame the script. <laughs> there you go. Um, I thought um, of the, w- with the new movie, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are better in the new movie than in the old. I, I will say this about the new movie. Sub-Zero is trash. He couldn't beat Scorpion at the beginning. And he has superpowers. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about the new movie. At the beginning, I was like, what a, what a piece of shit. <laughs> You have superpowers and you can't even fucking be Scorpion? Yeah, you suck. That's why Scorpion's always my favorite. He's so he's fucking badass. That's why. He is badass. Yeah. But anyways, that's I haven't seen I haven't seen any movies, so I can't say too much about it. And this episode's about the old one. Yeah, well, I highly recommend uh I highly recommend the first movie. Um I think it's a classic movie. Um dare I say a cult classic. Um, I, I believe so. Because believe there so. there's a big ton of people who actually really enjoy this movie everyone yeah, shits on armageddon um again or that's that's the name of the second one annihilation see annihilation. i keep wanting to call the game Ar- what's funny is i can't remember armageddon for the life of me and i keep wanting to call it annihilation and this is the first time i've flipped it <laughs> like all week i've been talking about it because i got deadly alliance and i'm like yeah i want to get deception too and then i want to get that because then i'll you know have all these ones and I keep fucking that up but um Anyway, I highly recommend the first Mortal Kombat movie from 95. Annihilation, if you have HBO Max, watch it, I would say, because, you know, it takes place literally right after the events of the first one. So it's it's one right into the other. Uh Um, Just make sure you, um, you know, are prepared for the overflowing toilet. Oh God! And that is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> it's just it's full of disappointment left and right. I think that should be our our next movie episode. Then. Oh, God, no, because it's just gonna Maybe. be this. No. I'm it's, I'm just gonna flush a toilet for an hour, and We're that's gonna, gonna be, be better. Nah. Um, there's also the animated one, um, Scorpion's Revenge, which is a badass animated feature. Um, they even have like a little part at the beginning of it before it even starts where it's a uh, Daffy duck coming out. Cause it's Warner brother animation uh, going about doing his thing. And then Scorpion opens up the uh, Warner brothers logo and goes, get over here and brings him over. And I'm like, that's actually pretty damn cool that they did that. <laughs> um, but that's a really good movie. I highly recommend that. That's also on it. I guess this is a giant plug for HBO max. Cause that's on there. <laughs> give us money. And then, uh, yeah, give, or, Buy a spear. <laughs> Do that, please. Um, and um, there's also the new movie, which is out. And I recommend that one as well. Um, I liked what they did with it. Um, I know a lot of people were kind of on the fence about it, but you know what? For what it is, um, you know, it's a step in the right direction, and it's I something I feel is worth watching. I should have finished that movie for today, but I didn't. But um, I'll, I'll finish it, and I guess maybe one day we'll do a episode on it yeah 
Yeah, and maybe one day we'll uh, start up a YouTube channel to link into the podcast, and we'll play or a Twitch, and we'll uh, oh, Twitch would be pretty we'll, awesome. We'll just have a, a night of us uh, drinking brewskis and playing Mortal Kombat, and you crying about how I keep kicking your ass in it, and then you'd be like, yeah. "Let's play Tekken," and then I'll keep crying about how you're kicking my <laughs> ass in Tekken. Yeah, because I suck at Mortal Kombat. I suck at every fighting game except for Tekken, basically, and yeah. Budokai Three. I remember beating you in Budokai 3 and you getting hella mad. <laughs> I'll have to see about that. Because <laughs> I beat you with Yamcha. <laughs> it was in the tournament. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I remember. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's going to be it for this week. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed. Um, you know, dust off those uh, old consoles and fire it up and uh, play some Mortal Kombat because, God damn it, it is a good-ass game. It's one of my favorite game series of all time. Um, first movie in my opinion, is is worth watching. Um, whether or not you're going to think it's fantastic, I think it's worth watching if you're a fan of the video game at all. Yeah, I recommend it too, if you watch it. And um, again, I also recommend the animated feature Scorpion's Revenge and the newest movie as well. Um, if you have HBO Max, because it's like, eh, why not? You know, avoid, this, uh, avoid uh, going out in public because, um, you know, COVID still is a thing. Um, but everybody be safe, uh, have fun. Um, let us know what you think of, uh, this episode. Uh, if you get the chance, uh, we'd love to get some feedback and yeah, don't, don't be afraid to give some feedback. Don't be shy. Um, you know, we're, um, like I said, right now we're kind of in a phase of, uh, going every other week. We were, uh, aiming to do every week, but, uh, some things have come up. So, um, we're just kind of doing every other week, uh, to keep you all entertained and, have fun and uh, hang out. And um, yeah, the next episode should be a fun one. Um, give you a little hint. It'll be a podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh, have fun, be safe, and wear your fucking mask. <laughs>